0: and welcome to fusion focused i'm your host ella fox widows a phd student studying plasma physics for fusion energy the aim of this podcast is to showcase some cool and inspiring experts within the fusion energy field highlight the variety of diverse careers available within fusion and chat with my guests about why they are passionate about fusion energy hope you enjoy episode of Fusion Focused, you can hear my conversation with Fabio Federici, a PhD student at the University of York, based at the Cullum Centre for Fusion Energy. We talk about bolometry, fusion research activity in Italy, and the link between fusion scientists and people who love hiking. Hi Fabio, thank you for joining me for this episode. You're welcome. What is it that you're currently working on in fusion?
1: I'm doing a PhD on... um... Plasma Diagnostics and uh, my specific diagnostic that I'm working on is uh, installed in a tokamak here down in Oxford uh, that is uh, like a full UK tokamak and um, my diagnostic is uh, focusing on, uh, is looking at uh, the power the energy radiated by the plasma and uh, it should promise a higher resolution than previous diagnostics and in these days, specifically, we are working on uh, uh, acquiring the data from the machines, so it is an exciting time, specifically now for uh, for, for me and uh, my diagnostic.
0: Awesome. And so you first studied at the University of Bologna, where you got a degree in engineering, and this had a focus on energy management and systems technology. Uh, so what first drew you to want to study engineering?
1: Ah well, uh, I started to study engineering because uh, when I was in the in the middle school in Italy, I was always um, more interested to the scientific topics, and um, I always wanted to do something scientific. But um, but then when it was time to to select the university, I wasn't really sure which was specific branch I wanted to do. And uh, at some point, a friend of mine uh, uh, told me about this energy engineering. That back in, back in the day when I did it, it was a new thing. Uh, it was like two, three years new, like mm-hmm. two, three years old. And um, he referred me to this energy engineering thing that was uh, quite generic. So in, in terms of uh, investigating a lot of different. Uh, uh, fields all related to energy and it was uh, mm. wide enough as uh, as, as um, things to study that it got me interested and uh, yeah I decided to pick that and uh, because I was uh, st- st- back in the even back in the day interested, interested in like managing and generating en- energy and so and so yeah that's why I picked that.
0: Awesome so the energy management side of it did you decide to pursue this because you have you always been interested in the energy problem
1: yeah also because you know you can you can you have so many different scales you have like the small scale the large scale like uh, gigawatt size uh, power production plants but you also have you can have uh, the guy with solar power on his roof uh, and uh, they are all connected to the same grid so it is like a combination of problems and uh, all the machinery, the big machinery involved in uh, generating pile electricity always fascinated me. It was, uh, it was always cool to me, and so it was kind of a kind of a, a natural choice when the, when I was aware of that of the possibility to study that. So I was always interested in uh, in
0: uh, in knowing more about it. Hmm. Cool. And then during your master's thesis, for your research, you did a little bit of research at the University of Toronto. What was your master's thesis based on? What What was the focus of this research?
1: So the focus of the, w- the research was uh, uh, to investigate the behavior of uh, um, the CRF plasma source. It is a different so a different type of plasma then what we have in fusion it was a plasma that was ma- a thermal plasma that was mainly used for uh, surface treatments or mm-hmm. uh, as the generation of powder like special type of powders that you can only generate through um, very very specific atmospheres and uh, and so you cannot really like obtain by burning. So you, uh, you have to, to, to obtain this special specific condition with the plasma. And it was, uh, it was focused on the stability of a special uh, type of source that was, uh, uh, back in the day, it was kind of innovative because it was the combination of two different types of sources, but it was trying to get the, the, the good part, like the best of both and so my my study was a a simulation a computational simulation a computational study on um, on the behavior and on electric field generated inside of the source
0: cool and after finishing your master's you went on to work in in a variety of engineering roles in italy and so you were a capacitor tester you're an inverter tester what did these roles involve
1: the the the, what i did uh, as um, electrical engineer was, uh, was uh, it wasn't it's super related to the uh, it wasn't super related to what i did in the university but was still kind of uh, it was basically um, i was uh, responsible for uh, designing and uh, commissioning uh, uh, like big machineries in which i was taking care of the electrical part while uh, the yeah. customer of my company was taking care of the mechanical part and so I went a little bit around the world to, to start up these machines and uh, it, was, it, was, it was fun. It is definitely fun to go around uh, and uh, like, you know, seeing so many different cultures and uh, working with so, diff- so different people and uh, it was definitely fun.
0: And then you you joined the UK Fusion CVT programme to do a PhD on the plasma strand at the University of York. And I remember actually when, because we were in the same interview space, and I remember you'd come to visit York and CCFE before you applied to find out more about about PhDs and things. What was it that made you want to move from kind of industry work to, to do a PhD?
1: I was uh, at some point during the, when I was working, I realized that I wanted to do something uh, like more. Uh, not that it wasn't boring what I was doing, but I wanted to do something more like in, with a larger impact, with more significance and a bit more cutting edge rather than just you know, automation. And uh, so I tried to get into Fusion. Uh, but the thing is from uh, where I stood uh, with, uh, with a master degree, and uh, and being like a foreigner to UK, where a lot of things happen because of mass and jet, uh, it wasn't that easy to get in, mm. uh, or to be considered to to, to even as a, as an as an employee here. And so, uh, in order to to basically get into the field, uh, I, I, I found a way to I find a way to do that to, to get to to. To have a higher chance to find further positions and uh, and uh, yeah, the PhD sound like like a natural solution because it would have give it it gave me um, chance to learn a lot about uh, how things were working and so I could you know I had a, like a safe environment to, to learn and and and. Uh, and do mistakes but uh, be correct and then learn from that and at the same time uh, uh, it is a kind of it is a kind of in between of uh, studying and working so you have a salary and um, and then a lot of work work opportunities open after you have a phd Uh, it is a a qualification that for some research roles is required so um the phd like it it, i hope the phd will be useful for that for that as well
0: so you said that you wanted to do something that had a little bit more impact. So what, what was it about fusion that kind of drew you to want to work in fusion as opposed to other green energy sources or you know other things?
1: Well, because for the, my 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 my, my thought back then was and and still is even even now is that uh, in the long term, uh, given the increasing energy need, uh, okay, for you know, it's... We, we we can cope like in the in the short term with renewables and uh, you know solar wind and uh, other type of uh, energy forms. But in the long run, we we will need uh, um, we will need fusion energy to be uh, to be able to cope with population increase and uh, to you know if we want to do uh, some more in- energy intensive things like uh, I don't know like space travel like even to, to go uh, like very very further further forward but uh, fusion is definitely something that uh, will be needed slash desirable for for the future and um, and yeah so i couldn't imagine you know i I couldn't imagine something more impactful uh, and and appealing so it was a combination of the two for me so uh, that's why i wanted to 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 get into the field
0: cool yeah that's a great reason and so you said that your research is based down at CCFE, the Cullum Centre for Fusion Energy, and working on diagnostics. So, what specifically is your PhD research focused on?
1: So, my specific uh, my specific uh, research is focusing on uh, the power balance and uh, the which. Co- plasma configuration uh, is more convenient for uh, having a good ener- a good confinement of the plasma. Mm-hmm. So uh, what happens is in fusion is that uh, you want uh, to keep the plasma uh, as clean as possible and uh, as hot as possible, and in order to do so, uh, you have to keep it separated from the solid surfaces um, but also, you don't want it to keep it too separated from the solid surfaces in order to exhaust the products from the uh, fusion reactions and the impurities that eventually uh, trickle into the plasma. So you want to find a sweet spot in the, in, in the plasma shape that allows you to, to achieve uh, these goals. And, uh, and another goal is to prevent that uh, the surface, the solid surfaces get consumed. So it is a, de- a delicate balance. And uh, my diagnostic uh, can look at uh, the shape of the plasma and specifically where the radiation is coming from the plasma. And from there you can find uh, um, in which regime uh, the discharges the plasma is uh, A specific time, and you can, and then you can relate to, you can relate that to other parameters that tells you how good the or how much, um, how much productive the plasma is, and you can find the sweet spot in which the plasma is as as productive as possible, but still maintaining the 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 particular shape of configuration that permits. the plasma to operate safely and mm-hmm. for small plasmas like from small devices like the one that are built up to now that's not a big issue but uh, this is important for uh, the power plant
0: mm-hmm. and you're working on the the tokamak that's right isn't it the mega spherical tokamak the upgrade yes. in, in oxford and so if anyone interested what what's the name of your diagnostic that you're using
1: so my diagnostic is the infrared video bolometer is the IRVB and uh, it is part of the class of the bolometers uh, of which uh, uh, there is also the um, uh, classical type of bolometer that it is the, the resistive bolometer and mm-hmm. uh, other, other diagnostic like diodes that still but and the point of the diagnostic is to um look at the radiated power profile and the specialty of my diagnostic is that uh, um, it is the, the data is acquired through an infrared camera rather than uh, the measuring the resistance of uh, of uh, of a resistor and um, and so it should provide much better resolution uh, with a single uh, with a single diagnostic should provide much better resolution than uh, what was done before that it was uh, by combining many different separate, more simple diagnostic together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and with this better resolution, we, we should be able to, 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 to be more precise in, in, uh, in measuring or in, in, uh, understanding the state of the plasma between which the plasma is.
0: Great. Um, I'm really excited to see some of the results that you get out from this masterU campaign. After your PhD, what kind of job are you hoping to pursue?
1: That's huh, that's a, a million-dollar question, and <laughs> um, the answer to that is uh, well, the the more the, the most truthful answer would be depends, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, the depends depend on uh, what, what will be available at the time because um, uh, in research uh, nothing is certain, so position open and closing times. Uh, and uh, depending on, uh, on, on on the specific time you are looking at, uh, uh, there can be one device somewhere that is being commissioned. And so uh, the, 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 the scientific team is being built around the device. And so there might be a lot of, of opening position around there. But, but at the same time, there is there are a lot of positions actually for... Uh, plasma people, uh, both, uh, I would say, more uh, more experimentalists rather than than theoretical positions, but still also theoretical positions. Mm. Uh, The result is that um, there are a lot of positions in the industry, and uh, and that is another thing that can be interesting, uh, especially in the semiconductor industry. Mm And um, and also there is the distinction between you know research roles and uh, more academic roles uh, within within the research group. And um, yeah, specifically, I I don't think I would be interested in uh, in academic roles, but more on the purely research roles. Mm -hmm. But. uh, it is a deci- It is actually a decision that will become that comes uh, that becomes important. You should start to think about it in your last year. And then. I'm kind of getting there, but I'm not actually there yet. So unfortunately for myself, I have still a little <laughs> bit of time to yeah, procrastinate
0: it. <laughs> So if there's any employers <laughs> listening, keep keep an eye out for Fabio in in the years time or so when he's finishing. And so Fabio, you, you're currently working at CCFE, which is one of you know the biggest research labs, public labs in Europe with, with two really big tokmaks. But there are also, you know, private companies in the UK. So the UK has quite a, a large fusion industry, um, but you're from Italy. So do you think, what's the current situation of fusion in Italy? And would you want to move back to Italy to, to pursue a job in fusion? Well,
1: actually, it is kind of interesting because uh, the, there is one tokamak that is uh, that will be built in Italy, the DTT. I think it stands for Divertor Tokamak. Oh, I don't remember the last letter or maybe that's the one in between. Oh, Divertor test, test Tokamak, maybe, I mm-hmm. think so. And it is a, a, a jet-sized tokamak, so uh, a medium-sized tokamak uh, that will be built um, in Rome. And uh, I'm not sure at which phase of the design they, they are, but they already received the funding from uh, the European Union to build it. And uh, that can be an interesting project to jump in, Mm. Uh, even if I'm not sure about the timeframe for that. Uh, But apart from that, in Padua there is a a proper uh, resource group on fusion, and uh, especially in um, in, uh, Beam injection. And uh, there are a few places here and there, but uh, in terms of tokamak, we have only a, a small one. One small tokamak, apart from the one that we will be built in Rome, but at the moment we have we have one, and it's not very big. I'm not. I don't know too much about it, but uh, but we are very well integrated in uh, in. Uh, in the European research uh, mm. such that wherever you go, you, you will also find some Italians with that.
0: <laughs> I just searched and apparently DTT stands for the Diverter Tokamak Test Facility. Um, so that looks quite exciting. Oh, okay. close, close enough. enough. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're really close. <laughs> <laughs> On your kind of average day, what does a day in the life of a PhD student at CCFE look like? You're a University of York student, but you work at the collins Centre for Fusion Energy. So how does this split across the two sites work?
1: Well, so the daily, the, the normal day starts with the commute. So um, normally people, in C- like students in CCFE uh, that, that uh, gravitate around CCFE live in Oxford. Just a few live uh, somewhere else, maybe like Dicticoat or Abingdon, but things happen in Oxford so everyone is uh, is living around Oxford and so you have first you have the commute and then uh, you come here at CCFE and then it depends in in non-covid days uh, uh, we we would all meet in the you know in the office and have uh, a coffee together and then go for lunch together but in these days uh, there are just a few people in the office and uh, most of them work from home uh, but it is still nice to to, to see to see, to see faces, uh, see known faces. and um, uh, Yeah, uh, well, the day depends. experimentalists uh, are going back and forth to, from uh, their desk to uh, them, like myself, they're, they're going back and forth from the desk to the uh, computer that is controlling their diagnostics, things, see that things work, don't work, uh, speak with other people if they don't. <laughs> and um, and the, right now that there is a, an experimental campaign going, um, we are all uh, um, we are all hearing at what happened in the control room. And uh, but uh, the other uh, the other class of uh, of researchers that is the um, uh, theoreticians or simulation people, uh, most of them right now work from home, but. Uh, yeah, you, you plug into your computer, you speak with your with your group to see what people is up to, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, launch the simulations and see what, what comes out and uh, and see if if what you wanted to happen happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have the commute back, and then uh, in the evening uh, uh, we might meet. Uh, nowadays, now we can meet in the pub or uh, mm-hmm. just hang out at home.
0: And how does it work? You're a University of York student, but you're based in Oxford. Do you ever go back to the University of York? How how does that work?
1: So uh, I could, but I don't need to in the, in the sense that I have. I need to have regular. Um, um, supervision meetings with my supervisor I mean, not really need to but you want to have them because uh, yeah. uh, you know, if you are too much I think I think that if you are too much on your own you you, you might lose the, your focus so it is really a useful thing to 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 be in like in a, to have regular, uh, regular meetings, and uh, so there are these uh, kind of regular meetings that are just uh, informal meeting with your supervisor. And uh, twice a year, there is uh, um, a revision of your research in which you have to uh, you have, you will meet with uh, an external panel that is just made of one slash two people that are not your direct supervisor, to which. Uh, you basically explain what what you did, what you will plan, what you plan to do, and uh, if there is any issue that arose in uh, in the last six months.
0: So, kind of the admin and the progress reports are done by York, but the, the majority of your research and and your time is at CCFE in Oxford.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like in I like I wouldn't apart from uh, from uh, from. Uh, uh, like meetings organized by by the by the CDT, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, co- cohort wide or larger meetings. Uh, I don't really have um, active uh, involvement from York apart from my supervisors, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, all the activity happens here. But it depends on on where you're based, so
0: yeah.
1: it really depends.
0: Cool. And then outside of your research, what do you like to do in your free time?
1: Lately, I'm playing badminton, uh, even if uh, I was used more to, to tennis. So I'm not very good uh, because sometimes tennis, tennis uh, like uh, the muscle memory of tennis show up and uh, it doesn't really work. <laughs> and uh, well, uh, hiking, you know, uh, in the, I went recently to the Shropshire for, mm. for a hike. And uh, I'm considering doing something like that for, for the weekend, but mm-hmm. maybe somewhere else, maybe in, uh, in South Wales, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, uh, well, and go, there, is, there are a lot of places to go in Oxford. Uh, uh, there, is a, uh, there are a few places along the river that in uh, this season are becoming very nice. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, generally hanging out <laughs> now that you now that we can is, is, is so nice.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that when I ask people who are involved with fusion kind of what they like to do outside of their work, a lot of people do say like hiking or being outside or being in nature, going for walks, which is really nice. I think there must be a connection between people who are passionate about fusion because of the climate issue and then people who like being outside and enjoy being out in nature. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: I think th- there might be also like a, co- a connection because ninety-nine uh, percent, uh, or like at least eighty uh, percent, of our work uh, gravitates around looking at the screen. So
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it is definitely nice. It is definitely nice to, to 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 be outside in the nature and look further than than <laughs> the next one or two meters.
0: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so and it, yeah, so it is really and yeah and yeah. But but you're right. There is uh, there is quite a strong. Um, a strong uh, environmental involvement of uh, uh, people generally dealing with fusion.
0: Mm -hmm. And then just before I let you go, for anybody that's wanting to pursue a career in fusion or start their education in fusion, do you have any advice for them?
1: Well, from from the Italian point of view, uh, something that is not really uh, known uh, outside of UK slash US, I would say, is that uh, you can really start a PhD whenever you want. So even if uh, you had a career or like you started your career like I did, uh, you, and so you, you, know, you finished uni, uh, like, uh, I don't know, you finished uni and then you, st- you work in industry for three, four, five, six, seven years, whatever, you can still, you have still the opportunity to go back to, to education slash research. Mm-hmm. and uh, out of UK that's not really common at all uh, so I was quite I was quite surprised to know that I actually could and uh, so you know that's just one thing but me from the foreign, from a foreigner perspective and uh, uh, for uh, in a gen- more general sense uh, well there is a lot to do in fusion so uh, um, don't be shy, and there, there, there is something that uh, I'm sure that uh, you can find something that uh, it is right for you and still relevant for uh, the broader uh, field and community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also the people that are studying, uh, they are like super uh, super easygoing and super easy to, to have a chat with. They are really interested to, to find new people all the time. And so it is easier than that might sound. And uh, and also one advice is one big advice. It is to just uh, you, you know if you're thinking about it, if you're not if you're not sure, but uh, you, it is something in the back of your head. Just have a visit in uh, in a, one of the in one of uh, in, in a research facility like uh, CCFE, but even even in the University of York there are there are devices and there are people working on fusions that you can have a chat and they sure can show you things. Uh, mm-hmm. In a lot of universities, like basically everywhere, there is uh, there is uh, some working on fusion. So and they have something to show for that. So it is it is you know if if, if you're thinking about it, is something really nice just to, to 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 get in touch and see what, what's happening.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what you did. I remember you you kind of travelled from Italy to the UK and came and had a look and asked loads of questions because. You wanted yeah, to yeah, yeah. Find out more, yeah there's a lot of people who are, are willing to chat about their research and chat about fusion so there's not a shortage of people that you can talk to it's interesting to hear that outside of the UK it's yeah. not super common to do a PhD kind of after working for a few years because I feel like in the UK and on the CDT program that me and you are on Fabio that there are quite a lot of people who have worked for a few years or Many years, you know, as teachers or in the industry or anything, and then decide a few years later to come back and do a PhD. So yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Um, it it is not. I mean, it is not that common. Uh, it it can happen, but it's not that common at all. You Usually, uh, I mean, normally uh, you would get in touch with the professor you did your master with, and uh, if things go right, then uh, then uh, you might still. Uh, keep in touch with the professor and keep doing what you what you're doing or something that the professor is, is working with, and uh, and that becomes your PhD. But uh, you know, after you 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 broke ties with universities, uh, yeah, it yeah. can be difficult to to to, to reconnect them. Uh, but um, yeah. yeah, I was happy to see that uh, in UK the process is fairly um, like neutral to the to the candidates that. Uh, uh, anyone can apply, basically. And uh, in my case, uh, particularly because the, the diagnostic was uh, the being developed from scratch, it was useful also that I had a little bit of experience in industry or uh, practical mm-hmm. experience because what was needed was someone that was, uh, um, was not scared about uh, you know, taking a screwdriver in his hand and, uh, and doing things <laughs> with that. So uh, it can be, can be you know, having, having uh, even some sort of practical experience or experience in industry can be actually a useful thing and something uh, that people is looking for.
0: Cool, that was great advice. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Fabio. It's been really great to chat with you today. Thank you for joining me.
1: Cool, I think it was great to chat with you.
0: thanks so much for listening to this episode of fusion focused if you'd like to know when the next episode will be released or would like to get in touch you can find the fusion focused podcast on instagram and twitter at fusion focused please subscribe and leave a review i hope you enjoyed this episode and i'll see you next time